2: That, I really you, do. You well, know, that brings up a guy that uh, is going to be talking pretty soon here in a, in a I guess, an hour and a half. Deshaun Watson getting into it, talking about what he wants to do this year. That's going to be a good one, and I'm ready to watch this. What do you one. want to hear?
3: Well, what, what, what by the way, Quincy say? Avery yeah.
2: is his quarterback coach. Yeah. Well, I see. I like this first of all because he's he's peeking out. Yeah, you, you got to start being out here in the public. You got to start doing interviews. You got to start. And this is obviously friendly fire. It's a friendly fire, right? But at the end of the day, I there's three or four things I can look for. I want to see if you got that moxie back. I want to see if you are confident. I want to see if he's worked on some of these things. When we talk about speaking in front of people, Uh, About how to answer certain questions about how to be, you know, pinpoint in in your messaging. I want to see first of all, if he's worked on those things. Also, I want to know from from a quarterback perspective, him saying, hey, guys, this is what happened last year. This is why it didn't look so good last year. Let me talk like, you know, what did you find out when you came back and you you were rusty? What was that like? What was the mental aspect of that? Um, what was your mechanics off? What are some things that you look back on film that you saw that was like, wow, ooh, I can't do that next year. I want to hear that. And then I also want to hear what he feels the evolution of what the Browns offense is going to look like. I want to he got to tell us what Rob's they're going to run. But I want to see what he feels the evolution of, of this offense is when he is right, when he has, uh, you know, put that work in and he's back to where he wants to go. I think there's a lot of things that I can see. I want to see body language. I want to see how his, his demeanor is. I want to see if he got commanded the interview. I want to see all that stuff. Confidence. Confidence. Jay, what,
0: what are you looking for? I don't care. You don't it's, care? It's Is it going to make zero difference to you? Yeah, zero. I don't put a lot of stock in a lot of these, especially when it's sort of home field advantage, when it's your quarterback coach. Right. He's not going to go anywhere near the allegations. He still has the pending civil cases. Yep. It's not even gonna come up just um, the
4: football side of it though. You have no
0: curiosity I don't really at all. Care. I don't really, really care what he says in March. I huh. don't care. I, I, here's what I want to know, but I
3: don't know that we'll get this answer here. This is what this to me is what's important is Desha- <clears> the shot is the Sean Watson in Berea. I, I don't want him working with Quincy Avery. You want to go to Quincy Avery for a week. Fine. Yeah, you need to be with Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt and whatever sh- guy they hire as their quarterback coach. I and thought he needs- going to say Alex Shiner. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: he's busy with other things. Don't go near him. Yeah, 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 definitely
3: no. And he needs to be working his ass off in Berea nonstop because Patrick Mahomes is doing that, yep. Joe Burrow's doing that, Josh Allen's doing that, and right now he ain't close to those guys. He was. A few years ago, if he wants to get back to being like those guys, he
0: better be working his ass off harder than anybody else. Jason, do you get a sense that he's here? Go look at his Instagram. He's traveling all over the world, but I do think he's going to be here. That's the impression I was left with. Is he's going to spend quite a bit of time? Yeah, I don't don't look at his Instagram. Tell me what I'm missing. What's that? I don't look at his Instagram. Tell
4: me what I'm missing.
0: Just pictures of him, literally all over the world, traveling and, and vacationing. And part of me is okay with that because they're just coming off the season. It's only February. Do that without posting ready. the pictures. I think well, it's bad messaging. It's a day. little tone deaf. It is. Yeah. But right now, Kevin and Andrew, they're all wrapped up with free agency. Kevin's trying to rebuild his coaching staff. You've got the draft coming up when that's over. When we get past that, let's go. He needs to be here all and, the and, time. And you know, I said it before, I think Kevin is wide open to building this offense. Kevin wants to build us around Deshaun. The plan is for them to get together and, and Kevin was going to show them these plays. Do you like these plays?
2: Great. No, you don't like these. All right, then I well, don't like them either. G, are you okay? Here's more plays. on an Instagram world tour post, post away. You know why? Because when you do something, at what, when, when you get to the bottom line and you try to rehabilitate yourself and you start to focus and lock in what you want to do, you got to be okay. with with people not liking you, you know, Steven, a Smith said, Hey, look, man, Hey, that's my opinion, right? That's my opinion. I'm not even going to back down on my opinion. That's what I, I believe in. And at the core of an athlete, you got to have a confidence level. Hey, look, people might not like you. So what? Who gives a damn? Jason Lloyd or or G. Bush or Adam the Bull don't dictate what you do doing that field. If you come out and throw 45 touchdown pass and tell us all kick rocks, guess what? That's what it's going to be. And then we'll clap it up and praise, praise you and, and say you're, you're the savior to come save Cleveland. But at some point in time, you got to stop being apologetic about what, the way people you want to live your life right everybody get an opportunity to live your life some people if you stayed in the house some people not gonna like it if you went out on a boat some people aren't <laughs> gonna like it if you do a, a press conference some people gonna say who cares you show me the touchdowns live your life but you got to understand something and this is why i actually like pressure because pressure shows you who you gonna be because when when deshaun watson comes out there he's gonna have that same level of pressure as Stefanski and either we y'all gonna melt y'all gonna fall back or you, it's gonna turn you into what you gonna be and people hate on Ben Roethlisberger they call him you know all kind of names after his allegations but guess what he did? He came back and he busted the Browns ass for weeks and years. He got the second most wins in that stadium. And right. He said, listen, you don't boo away. You can't boo a touchdown away. Nobody cares if you win.
4: That's true. That's the only reason that I would disagree slightly with what you said, I, I, I don't think it's, he should be too concerned about people loving him or hating him. But it's what we saw. Our last impression of him was a quarterback that it has a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I know that when a quarterback shoots four commercials in the offseason, that that's four days. It took him four days to do that. Okay. But one of the things that Baker did wrong, I think, was biting off too many of no, those commercials at No Watson. doubt. Why? Because when he started throwing picks, it was too easy for, and we've all either said it or heard someone say it, if you weren't off shooting all those damn progressive commercials and you would have been working on football, well, he did work on football for 95% of his time maybe. But he gave everybody a reason to throw stones at him when he wasn't performing well. And I think with Deshaun Watson's Instagram World Tour, it, listen, I'm all for him doing that. You don't have to share your life with everybody. Nobody's looking at Deshaun Watson's feed saying, "Come on, give me that
3: picture of Cabo. Let's
4: go." I Some need people it. love
3: that stuff. I, okay, u- but ultimately you're I, giving, your you're detracting ammunition. ammunition. I agree. I, I'm with G. I don't care that he's doing that, but I need to know that when he's when his little vacation is over and everybody needs a little time off, he has got. Baker Mayfield was never the hardest working guy on the team. No, he was not. Never. And, and he up. needed and to be. He should have bet. The but quarterback, I think the quarterback always should be. Always.
4: Agree? Absolutely.
0: He better be the
3: first one in and the last one out every day. Go and back. Deshaun Watson's got more work to do than the average quarterback. He because does. he's got to get back to the player he was. And some of that's that moxie, that cockiness, that attitude, whatever it is. And maybe going on this vacation is going to help him get it. Okay, fine. But when he comes back. He has got to be busting his ass every day in Berea,
0: every day. Every time we talk about the quarterback and how much work they have to go yep. in, go back and read the Peter King piece with Carson Palmer mm-hmm. about the w- amount of work that at the end of his career when Carson already knew so much and how much film study he had to do and how much preparation that goes into playing that position. That was the most it, – it's the first place my mind goes Tom when Brady we talk Tom Brady did about, the same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Peter laid it out. Peter King wrote an article and just laid it out with Carson Palmer. Go find it and read about all the preparation that goes into playing the quarterback position. The
3: best you, players
0: are not resting on their laurels. They're
3: working no, even harder. And
4: you know, we, we, we discussed this earlier in the season. When Kyler Murray got his big extension, there was a clause that somebody found in the contract that said he had to put in so many hours of film study mm-hmm. a week. And it was immediately a red flag to everybody. Because if, if I'm told that those that were already in the building – Knew that he wasn't putting in the work. Well,
3: then he has no chance.
4: No, and that's what I was going to say. So what happened to Kyler Murray this year? Well, his head coach got fired. Yep. And now they're in quarterback purgatory, whether they like it or not, because they're on the hook for that money. And they're going to pay that money. That's even worse. But it is worse. It's worse to be the Cardinals than it was the Browns with Baker. You're right, because you thought you had it figured out. At least the Browns avoided the nightmare of Kyler Murray. Yeah. They could have signed Baker. They made Baker allegedly a, a, a very sound offer that Baker wishes more than anything in the world right now. He had on the table in front of him right now. I'm not sure that's accurate. I know there's been, dis- I, I, yeah. th- there's been differing By, opinions yeah. on By it. By the
3: way, if, if Watson, it might not this- have been on paper, but there was an understanding that we can go here. If Watson sucks this year, then the Browns were in the same spot as they, they.
0: are in the same, same as the Arizona. Right. They are
3: now and and Denver, Frankly, yeah, and Denver. So
4: these are teams yeah. that thought they had the quarterback spot figured out. Denver's in the worst spot in the league. They are in the worst Russell spot in the league.
2: You're right. I, I think I think the Browns. Um, I think Deshaun Watson is going to have a good year. Um, I do too. But they are gonna have they still I keep saying it. Do not please don't do it. Don't go into that this offseason and all you got is rookies and you added up a, a rookie or two or something. You got to get another receiver. Stop it. You just I need y'all to understand that. So when you come back Stefanski, I get it. You get an opportunity to, do, to go out and do your thing. Andrew Barry hey, have a nice vacation, hang out with the peoples, go to Disneyland. When we come back, you better not listen. You better give me a receiver. But I don't want you know. I don't want to washed up Robert Woods either. That ain't, that ain't I don't. I mean, Woods, is, okay. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Ain't I'll nothing take DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, I would. Now, you we're know what? Taylor Lewan?
4: Yeah, we're going there one second, but before yeah. we do, let me wrap this up. But you said something earlier. It's, hey, so far, they're winning the off season. They are. What the the moves that the Browns could have made to to date, they've addressed both of them, and I think we all agree both of them are home runs. Yep. Yes. So we, you know, we're critical of this organization, but they they, they can't draft anybody yet. They yeah. can't sign any free agents yet. They can't make any trades yet. What they could do is address the deficiencies at coaching. And the two that everybody from week three or four was saying, we got to do better here. They've gone out and changed both of those coaches out and brought in home runs at those positions. Kudos to the Browns. Now to your point, go get a DeAndre
2: Hopkins. (laughs) Go
4: get a top flight receiver. Address your needs in free agency in the draft. And let's do this thing.
2: Yeah. I feel much better if they got that. Taylor Um uh,
4: Is anybody even remote? Because yesterday, this is the way Browns fans are. We're so thirsty.
0: Oh, God. That when Every we hear, When we hear oh. a top-name
4: player is being cut, we're
3: like, sign him. No. no. I'm so thirsty. No. <laughs> Give me
4: Taylor LeJuan, Our, the
2: Browns are not. On. I don't
3: want him. He does the Browns nothing are spending for me. <laughs> no money on the <laughs> offensive line. None. And they shouldn't. Really. Yeah. They'll bring in... I shouldn't say none. They're going to pick up... They're going to bring, like, a swing tackle in for $2 million. Something like that. Maybe. That's it. They're not spending... They're already spending a boatload of money. Their starting offensive line is the same. Unless they bring Pochage back, then they'd spend some money. If not, they're going to go with Nick Harris at center and hope he can transition into it this year. But they're not not spending money on a tackle. They just re-signed Conklin, and they're not giving up on Jedrick Wills. Now... This guy's been hurt. He's not going to get commanding money. No, but because he's played so little over yeah, the last three seasons. There'll be a team like the Bengals who might sign him to start. He, this is going to be another team that needs a tackle more that they'll take a chance on him. The Browns are not signing him. It's yeah. there's no chance.
2: I, I think I think this is going to sound this sounds like a hot take. I think offensive linemen is about to become running backs. I I, I look at the, That'd be a mistake. Well, be a big mistake. Well, I, I think I think there. You mean is, devalued by GMs? Yes, there are five or so elite guys at the top, and then a bunch of Jags. And I'm looking around, and you know, you can, you know, when I started seeing these teams putting rookies in, and well, look they at Pochic. Six, Pochic was a plug-in. You got poaches, and he's. he's yeah, he's but that great. doesn't happen
0: that way that well, often. The, the, the Jags are making 15 million on the offensive line. Like, that's why I don't think I disagree with that, that they're going to go the way of the running back. Yeah. Because that's why the Browns re-signed Jack Conklin. We thought Conklin was ready for retirement home, yeah. and they just gave him a massive extension. I don't understand. That's what how they, hard it is to find that uh, position, and, and they feel like they're better off with the devil they know yeah. than going out and trying to find the unknown. But that
4: devil's getting older and showing real signs uh, good of decline. I don't understand. And, what
0: happened with that? that? They just They, they feel do. like if he's healthy, he's still good. And That's James Hudson isn't ready. We saw Hudson get absolutely cooked in Pittsburgh again. Second yeah. year in a row. <laughs> yep. he's in
2: Early teams. in the
4: year, I thought, wow, okay, I think they got something here with Hudson. And <laughs> by the end of the year, he scrambled now, eggs. Pittsburgh can make a lot of mediocre scrambled guys eggs. look like they're just off the street. And that's what they've
0: done to him over yeah. and over again. Luan, he, he, he's he, he, going to start somewhere next year. He, he'd, be, he'd be a backup here. He's not starting he's ahead gonna of He's going to go, right. He's going to go to a team. If I, he's healthy, I think he's better he start, than Wills. Well, yeah, but, but the problem is
4: that's the gamble.
1: He's been, you know. he's been, he played like two games People last may year. Not and like it heard. was,
4: wasn't it two ACLs too? Yeah, he's so. had
1: two ACL yeah, injuries in the last three nah, years. He's l- played in l- 20 no of the last the 51 Browns. possible games for the
4: Titans. Yeah. He's a, and Luan, he's going to make a boatload of dough in the podcast game. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he doesn't even need to play. Luan may have a year or two left in him maybe. at max. <laughs> Jedrick Wills is going to be here a while. People may not like to hear that, but he's yeah. not going anywhere. So that's your left tackle. They're not going to bring in a guy for a year or two and that's the guy that they're looking at to be right. here for the next season. You, know you know
2: all of those guys up front make over $10 million. All of them. Yeah. Well, right Offense, now they it's don't just, have a It's the going it does,
1: rate for but... off. It's like quarterbacks. The going rate for a quarterback, good to great, is a lot of money now. Offensive linemen are the same way. You don't find cheap dudes anymore. That's right. My, you can't. No.
2: Well,
4: listen. If man. you want to be good there and you're making a commitment, that's why I think Callahan is the underrated MVP of this team. 100%. Because what he's done... I mean, even with Pocic, who, nobody predicted he was going to come in here and have no. that kind of success. He was a busted. We, 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 when, we, when they signed him, we all looked around and said, who? Yeah. And then at the end of the year, the guy's playing at a Pro Bowl caliber. I mean, he got hurt. But,
0: yeah. I mean. And credit to him. I talked, I think I mentioned this on the show. I, we, we had a conversation about it toward the end of the year and he said he came here because of Bill Callahan. He wanted to work with Callahan. Interesting. And he wanted to work with the Brown strength coach. He liked, oh, he liked their, their the way, two great guards. Talking on about side, winning I'm the sure. postseason, yeah. Callahan
4: had a chance
2: to leave mm-hmm. and they kept him. Yeah. So that's another win yeah. in the column. I, uh, here's what I'll say for, for them keeping Conklin and Jedrick Wills. You know, we talk about it all the time. They all, they going all the way in, right? I've always said I don't have no time to be figuring out whether rookies and guys off the street can play. So I know this, you could play to to some degree. I know you could play to some degree. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make sure you get your bag, and I don't got time to be breaking people in. So that is another show of the Browns are all the way in. Yeah, Aaron they, they feel line. like Willis is good enough. Now here, you got to add to it. I don't have no problem if you're going to spend the money but don't get cheap on me when these free agents come around or if you thinking about a trade that might not be good in three years. We're not looking for a three year window here. People we are looking for one to two and guess what you might have to overpay. You may not get any anything from a guy in three years, but you are all in everywhere. We so might be looking at a six game window. Yeah, <laughs> that no, that's that if it doesn't get off the runway properly, then a that whole it, lot of folks crash. are looking around saying what now. Hey, you worry about you worry about four years from now. Mm. I'll worry about that later, man. All right. Very good. Um I'm out of stuff on
3: Taylor Lewan. Anybody have anything no, else? What,
4: no. No. We just need to
1: address it because it was getting hot on Twitter yesterday and sometimes uh, people uh, ask me. Let it me explain to...
3: something to you about Browns fans. Yeah, they're every player that gets cut, Browns fans want to sign him. <laughs> every player. If he ever was good
2: ever. He could be good 10 years ago. He could play receiver, right, too. They'd be like, yeah, Taylor Juan yeah, man, we ready to go. You'd be like, no, no, he's not. <laughs> I'm surprised he, we didn't get no. more. Oh, should we sign Robert Woods tweets?
1: Oh, we did. But I Zay? thought that one was too absurd to even yeah. Be, yeah. acknowledge. Yeah, right? yeah, but
4: you know they're going to, I mean, like I said, the fan base is thirsty, man. Yeah. And anytime we see I a get recognizable it. name yeah. who's in the clear, yep, we first. immediately start thinking about, well, let's bring him in here. Let's do this. Let's, okay. When Jason's in, we have to talk baseball. You <laughs> yeah. want to uh, maximize your expertise on the Guardians.
3: Are you an expert on the Guardians? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you anyway. This is a lie. He is. Um, Tito, one of the things that jumped out to me right before the Guards Fest, um, I thought he looked as, and this is silly, but he looked as good yeah. at the Guards Fest as I've seen him maybe in five years. He looked refreshed. Yep. He looked healthy. He's not dealing with these hips and feet and all this craziness that he and I think that that is a, a precursor to even more success this year because we're going to have all of them. He's not going to be preoccupied with this that and the other. I, I'm going to s- make a statement. and I'll ask one of you guys to disagree with me. Terry Francona is by a pretty good margin the best manager in baseball right now am I wrong
3: I don't
0: think so no there's uh, nobody else coming to mind no I don't think you're wrong uh I I, th- I think Terry Terry obviously gets the most out of a roster right like he, he's which always, is his job which that's which the job, job of the manager he instills the confidence and a belief in these guys he empowers these guys to give them to give him their best. Is
4: that, what, is that his secret sauce?
0: I think so. What you just said? Because yes. that's
4: what I've always thought it was.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because managers in baseball, it's so much different. Like You're not drawing up a play. You're not calling a play like you are in football. You know, you're not setting a defense. You're not calling an offensive play. You're not, calling, you're not drawing up an ATO like you are in basketball. It's more of an even hand. It's more of an understanding the grind of a 162-game season. It's being able to manage a veteran team and a young team. He's done both. He's had both. Yeah and it's being able to keep a hand on the ship for six months. And it's just so much different. It's, and and sure, it's, you know, it's maybe it's calling a pitch out at the right time or maybe it's uh, putting on a wheel play at the, at the absolute perfect time. But there's very little of that and it's much more macro than in the micro, I think. And knowing when to make a pitching change, all of that's obviously important. But it's having belief in guys. It's, it's, it's having belief and leaving a starter out there to get out of a mess that he's in. It's knowing when to go get a reliever. And it's just believing in these guys. And it's yeah. it's the ability to maximize what they have and get the most out of them. Is another manager going to get the most out of Oscar Gonzalez and Stephen Kwan the way that, that Terry did? I don't think so. I, I just think it's just his nature. It's his yeah. personality that brings the best out of these guys. I mean, you look at that list of all-time wins. Dusty
3: Baker's a great manager. Those are career
1: uh, active guys, by the way. Yeah. Just, just no, I know.
3: Dusty Baker's a great manager. He's yeah. highly underrated. Uh, people were critical of him because he hadn't won a World Series until last year, but like Dusty Baker, everywhere he goes, the team wins everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's yeah. been on a lot of teams. Bruce Bochy, another that's great. That's it's so stunning that this was the first time he'd ever won a World Series. Right. Yeah. Um, and 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 so I don't know that I want to say that Terry Francona is like head and shoulders better than those guys. I think I didn't say a... head and shoulders, but I I don't think it's like one in one a. I, I, I think I, I, I mean I think it's really close. I'll tell you another guy who I think is a great manager. I I would take Francona one. I think both those guys are great managers. The guy who's not in that list actually worked for Tito is a great manager. Yeah. that's Kevin. Kevin- I, I, I,
4: I, he's not on that. Yeah. List only because he hasn't been around. Long right. Enough.
3: He's done a magnificent job He's in, in the Tampa top Bay.
4: five, maybe top three for he, me.
0: Kevin is the new era analytics driven manager. Yeah, Terry, I think is a blend of both. Terry Which, is why I like school. Terry so much. Terry is very much an old school baseball guy. He yep. gets to the stadium at noon and walks around in his boxers. Yeah. And reads the paper and drinks his drinks coffee his, and, yeah. and, and wanders around in sandals like he didn't know what to do. He is as old school as they come. But I think he's open to some of the new he metrics ha- and the new way Well, he's thinking.
3: embraced it. Otherwise, he would have been gone. Yeah. He's adjusted. He has a great relationship with Chernoff and Antonetti, who are obviously all in on analytics. Yes. yes, Uh He has adjusted. I mean, he, there's been flaws in his game. Some he's improved on. He, at times, has not done a great job with the bullpen. I think he w- he made mistakes in the World Series. So did Joe Maddon, another great manager. Both made some key mistakes in the Out World Series. Out of desperation, they made mistakes.
2: Yeah, I mean... So, so let me ask you yeah. this question. I sat here and watched y'all, you know, wax poetic about Tito and give him his flowers just yeah. to, just deserve. Right. But how big of it is how big of a travesty is it if you got the best manager and you ain't give him no ingredients, like you got the best manager, but he got he dealing with young players every year. What could well, he, not what every could, year, but the last could, couple of years, what yes. could he do, What could what could Tito do if if he had the Dusty Baker roster. Well, he got you to Game Seven of the World Series and yeah. came within a rainbow. Well, of their arena. roster, their
0: payroll was higher then.
2: Well, that's why I'm saying yeah. I'm just, it still wasn't right. in the top half. If you just gave him, no. if you gave him a top fifteen payroll, I, they could were probably
0: do? around the middle of the
2: pack they at had, that point. They
0: had everything they needed that year. They did.
2: They and actually and had a higher year. payroll they're the
0: pitching, next year or two after.
2: Healthy
4: pitching is you, the manager can't do anything about that. Right. Although sometimes pitchers lose
0: health because they're overridden. R- But a guy getting hurt in September or October, nothing The organization, you can't do anything about it at that point. It's just dumb luck. Um, 2016, 2017, they had everything they needed.
4: I think to an extent, Tito's a victim of his own success here because he's done so well with so little that if you're spending the money and you're writing the checks, you're saying, hey, this guy is the difference maker. He's the cheat code. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to be in the top half. Well, in payroll. you said payroll. Guys, right they, now pay- they, are, 24th? they are. They are. They're 26th right now. In well, they're payroll. 24th
2: and
1: 2016. No, going
4: into this year. Oh, in year, 2016
1: I believe, they were 24th. Yeah, they yeah. were way down the. Low. Where
3: were they in 2017 and 18? Because they, they had added, higher payrolls. Yeah, so they were more Edwin. towards the middle, but I still think in the lower yeah. half.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Check
3: out 17 or 18. I'm surprised. I thought they were higher than 24th and 16. No, but. Let's not say done something with nothing. They had good teams. Those were did, really good you know, what teams.
4: What I'm saying is, the something in this equation is money.
3: All right, the yeah, Dodgers,
4: all right. the Mets, the Yankees—they just buy their
3: way into contention. That's it. That's if you've got the money. They were 18th in 2017, so right still right in the lower there, half, but still they were yeah, lower half. Yeah. So the reason I bring it
4: up is yeah. I think that if Tito's the cheat code. And go figure this out. Over the last 10 years, no organization has more wins. Their cost per win is the
3: lowest. in. I would say Tampa's probably first.
4: I I did this because you always say that the Rays are the same way they are, but the Rays have always, not always, just about always outspent the Guardians where the Guardians on wins have more wins than the Rays over the last decade. I don't think. And they've had more payroll. Where are the Rays right now
3: in payroll? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Second, I, I would bet you 16, 17, 18, 19. The so Guardians
4: had a
1: way higher payroll. Here's something than the that's Rays.
3: fascinating. Yesterday, the
4: odds came out from one casino. I'm sure they're that, 27th, they, by the way. Dri-
1: okay, and, and the, the Guardians tr- are 25th. Right. right where, were,
3: where were the Rays in payroll from 16th or 18? I bet they were way behind the, the, the Indians then. The Indians were 24th. I mean, it, it, no, but they were they were 18th and 15th and 17 and 18. Yeah. Whereas the Guardians, the Rays never get above 25 ever. No, they have been. They have been they over have.
0: 25. Yeah. They've never, they gave Snell that monster deal. Yeah, they did give some big deals uh, on They traded them. Right.
3: Well, but, yeah, but they gave him the them deal. A I mean, that was
1: a year. monster In 2016, well, they them, were
3: 29th. Yeah. Where were they in 17? 17. I bet you the last decade, the Rays have spent less on payroll than the Guardians. 28th
1: in 17. Yeah. Do it um, cost per win.
4: That's the apples to apples comparison. Okay. Cost, cost per win. Yeah. Because you could spend a little bit of money and not win. The Rays and Guardians and Indians, they haven't done that. They've spent a little bit of money, but they've won. Right. Fascinating. Yesterday, the odds came out for the uh, season to win the uh, to win the division, the FC, uh, the, the uh, American League Central. And when you look at the odds, the Guardians have the best odds by a little bit over the White, over Sox. The White Sox. The White Sox are spending two dollars for every one that the right. Guardians are spending. The Royals are four thousand
0: to one. Their payroll is more than the Guardians. Yeah. Since John Sherman got there, they're spending money. They're spending money, not but they're all not of it's winning. Wise. Not all of it's wise. No, they gave yeah. Carlos Santana. That's why big I deal. think
3: it's the but perfect. Their payroll's blend of, not that high either, is it? Higher than the Guardians? No, but it's still not high. Right, but I mean, it's, no. But one other thing you didn't factor into the Rays Guardians debate is the Rays play in a much tougher division. Much tougher. Yeah. So that so the fact that they. So even if they're close in wins, I would give that as an edge to the Rays because they yeah. now the schedule changes, but you're still playing more. Moving teams. forward, it's it, it's going to be equal. It's still not equal because no, you're still playing more. It's not
4: as 19 not as, games per, right. in
3: your division, but they've had to play the Yankees, Yankees the Blue Jays yeah. until the last year or two, the Red Sox. So that's it. But and the Orioles, the Rays and, and the Guardians do it better. They do than anybody else. Their
4: model, and I think, I think that Tito. Is kind of a victim of his own success in that the front office can make an excuse not to overspend or not to spend all this money because Tito's always going to be the safety net. If he's going to if he's going to win ninety games on a team that's twenty fifth in payroll and be one game from making it to the ALCS,
3: as
6: and long well, as that's, that's not working, on the front office, that's it. the owner, right? The, the owner.
3: owner, owner, the, owner the owner does not spend enough money. The payroll is, is, not. is too low. It's ridiculous how low the payroll is. I agree. The Guardians are able to win in spite of that. Yep. It's not just Tito. The front, o- the Guardians have arguably the best front office in baseball. I think they with, do have. Along the- with do, Tampa Bay, do you agree Bay. with that, Jay?
0: Tampa and Cleveland.
3: I think they're yeah. one and two. Yeah, I, actually I really think, do. I, think. I actually think, despite their payroll, the Dodgers belong in that conversation too because they have. See, I don't.
0: They have they, too many cheat codes. I, they lose yeah, points. I do too. They you could can, be
3: the smartest guys
4: in the room. When you can write thirty million dollar annual checks to five different players, that now does, to Bulls' point, the Dodgers they farm have consistently system consistently
3: had a great farm system. Their farm system, system is, is sensational. farm system
4: is great. They've upgraded their farm system, but what I'm saying is the amount of money they've spent and the hardware that they have to show
0: for it is incriminating. But they can also draft and identify talent and and, and develop I, the talent. You can't <coughs> just disregard them totally because yeah, they have a large payroll. You know, no, but
3: they have a good front office. You want to argue that the Guardians of the Guardians front office has done more with less money? Sure, I'm going to give them the edge. Yeah. But the Dodgers front office is excellent. They do a great job. How many World Series has this? One. Carnate. Okay. Yeah. They've they've had the leading payroll
2: just about every year. That's Amen. an indictment to me. I, I, I'm sorry, I, 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 I don't for agree me, with that for me. I'll just give me the ring. I don't care how you got it. I don't care. Okay, they still
3: got one. The Guardians don't have any. Yeah, that's all I want.
2: Well, okay, you're right. But but for all of the money have
3: you know as well as anybody that once you get to the playoffs, it's a a, crapshoot. Right, it is a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. No matter what kind of team you put together, there's no guarantee. I
4: think in all the sports,
3: the
4: one that the best team is least likely to win the championship is baseball. And it's really hockey sometimes because you can ride a hot goalie. But for how many times
3: in the last decade has the best team won, right? I mean, I think the Astros were the best team last year, but it might have been the Dodgers. Yeah, the
2: Cubs were the best team in sixteen. The, the, I mean, a lot of these The, the, years, one, the, the, the Nationals won. The, the they had the losing. The Braves. The Braves won. were sub. Yeah, the, the Braves,
1: Braves, Braves were sub five hundred in yeah. August. Yeah.
2: You know
0: what's fascinating to me when we talk about this and payroll and the Dolans and everything? How much different is the image of the Dolans? If the Indians win it in 2016, oh my god, totally and what or yeah, and and they they supplied that team with everything they needed, they made the trade at the they made the move they at the did. deadline, gave them Andrew Miller, it was the weapon that they needed, yeah, and and like they did everything they could. And if it doesn't rain, I mean, I think they win it if it doesn't rain, if agree. they don't have the rain delay, no. that's irrelevant. It well, it's not, no, irrelevant, it's not irrelevant, but it's it, it's impossible to prove, yeah, but they were right there on the precipice, and how much different. Does people do people in the town oh, view or, them when they didn't do anything different
2: what, you know or, I mean? or, or in 17 when they actually had a better team. Well, listen, what the people want. That is, was the Bauer. You right, did it in sixteen. 17? You were close. You paid more 17. Okay. You didn't go where you wanted to go. Yeah. People don't give a you know what about none of that. They don't right. care how fiscally responsible you are. People in this country. Yeah, look at the Cavs and what they had to spend to get that ring. We, we don't, don't care. We don't care about your bank account. It's not and, our money. And if your wife can buy furs forever. We care if you buy in players or not. If, yeah. you're not, if you do well and you don't have players, good for you. Who's the you best ownership
4: in Cleveland? Dolan's. And I don't, I, I mean, now Dolans. you could say, well, the Cavs have one. But obviously, it was LeBron driven. And, but he spent the money. He spent the
0: money. He spent the money. So he does told, get kudos for
4: that. But I, I, if I'm picking a ownership group, it's the Dolans, and unfortunately, yeah. I think they're the one. They get more criticism than the Haslams do. Totally agree. Totally How
2: in agree. the hell is that? I, I'm separate, I don't
3: think they get more criticism. than Haslam's. I do. Mm,
2: On social that's
3: close. They get more criticism than Gilbert. And I think G would argue that he would take Gilbert because he won. I'm taking Gilbert. Well, yeah, yeah, Gilbert
4: won. He gets credit for that. <laughs> He'll go but I just that think bag. Dolan has put together an organization that is sustainable yes. over time.
0: Mike Chernoff had a chance to go be the GM of his hometown childhood yeah, team right. with unlimited payroll. And he said, I'm good where I'm at, which is amazing. How often does that happen? I know I that know. is a more of a credit.
3: And, and there is I a heard. lot
4: of hate in this town I, for the I, Dolan I, family. And I just, I don't
3: get, it. I, think, I would say spend more too. I think if you ask me who would I want to work for, it would definitely be Dolan over the other two guys. Yeah. I think most people would say that it's um, a stable organization. But that's a different question. I'm it's just st- talking about which, which ownership group gets more criticism. Dolan gets more criticism than they should. But in the end, he doesn't spend enough money, and that's a big deal. And he deserves a lot of criticism for that. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. He
4: needs to spend more money. But he's not going to do that. But it is what it is. They're a low-market team, and I think their, their operation, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not saying they're scrapping to make payroll, <laughs> but this guy doesn't have an unlimited funds <laughs> bank account that he can just reach into like the yeah, Dodgers can sell the team Yankees. if you can't afford it. Well, that's a different you issue. Know, I mean, that's right. a different and issue. And they're working on it.
3: They, yeah, and and, and it's, it's, in the process. it's probably not going to be his eight yes, years from now. I, the, the, one, the thing you give Dolan credit for is that he has hired good people and he leaves them alone with as, lo- and that's as long as the I, money's I, not involved is, to, do,
0: to make those decisions, which, which, which is, which is why, important. Which is why the Cavs. Inadvertently, are yeah. trending toward that because right. they have unlimited spending or close but, to. But it essentially, without you argue the interference of that, ownership. the Guardians have won in spite of him because they
3: have such great people that that and make the. But big those
0: great people are there because you got to credit him. him for that.
3: Those great people
0: are there because of him. Yeah, he didn't
3: yeah. luck into these hires.
0: Okay, but but in, if Dan Gilbert 2016 buys the Indians, they, Chris Antonetti's gone, Mike Chernoff is gone, and Terry Francona. Where is gone. are they now? They are not so, dealing okay, with. Okay, and are LeBron not can't play baseball. About yeah. if he
2: if he. If Dan Gilbert bought the Guardians today, everybody would be happy. As long as, as long as he I, said, I I'm would. just here to be a paycheck. But I'm telling you. I'm writing you. checks. Well, well, everybody else keeps he just, doing what you're doing. He just said he's a paycheck writer for the Cavs now. So, I'm sure if you don't now, know. Dan, Dan today is not the Dan of six, seven because years Because of ago. the stroke? Yes. Well, yeah. there we go. If he bought the team today, the Guardians, in my opinion, would now become a top flight team. The son, What about the Suns there? Are they messing around? No,
0: they're not messing around. I, I I, actually really like Grant Gilbert is the one who's yeah. going to be the heir to the throne. We did a big story on him last year. He, but he's young, <laughs> he's, he's, he's y'all, like
2: 25. not trying to get involved with decisions. Ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I think Grant is going about it the right way. I yeah. think Grant is trying to learn the different departments and he's trying, I mean, this is, whether he wants it or not, this, if Dan was going to sell the team, he would have sold it when he took right. quick in public. That's true. When he sold off the casinos, like Dan restructured a lot financially after the yeah. stroke. But he kept the Cavs. That tells me this is going to be in the Gilbert family for right. a long His time. His son loves and, it. Right? Well, listen. And Grant, and, and Grant and, worked hard to get that position with the Cavs. Well, Grant, I think, is going about it the right way because I've talked to a lot of people in that organization, yeah. talked about it, who all say he's not this bratty kid of a billionaire that you would think. Like, he, he's a really good guy who's trying to learn the business and trying to learn the right way to do it. So I'm. At, I actually think it's a really good thing. Yes, he's very, very young. Yeah. He's got a lot to learn, I but I think see? he's going about it the right.
2: He just graduated college in the last mm. two years. Two hey, Minka nuggets. He's really young, but I, he's going about it the right way. I want to ask. I, I don't. We got no time in it. I want to ask him a question because he's here, about the, this story with LeBron's son now being top ten. Does that change? Yeah. Things? Did you see that yesterday?
0: Yeah. I put that. I don't. I. I think I like Javoni a lot. The Draft Express guy yeah. who did that. He's not top ten. He's he's improved his stock quite a bit this year. But he's not a top ten NBA player.
2: So, so, so is there, is, is it enough, We're also still a year away from Is that. it enough of a move that he does say, all right, well, I'm going to enter my name in the draft? Oh, I think he's coming regardless. Well, I mean, he doesn't. Well, he's got to he go to college
1: for one year. They, they haven't
0: changed rule? the rule they yet. The they rule haven't yet? changed the rule Okay, no.
2: never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's, he's still got to go to college. For and year I think man, after like, a year in college, he may be a top ten.
0: And I, he might, because we're still so far away from that. But he's not very big. He's not as big as his dad. That's going to hurt him. I don't think he's going to grow anymore. And I still think Rich Paul is going to control this whole thing. That's how powerful he is. If he can get Anthony Davis out of New Orleans and hand deliver him to the Lakers, he can dictate where Bronny goes. I
3: heard I was listening for a couple of minutes on – I was actually listening to Fox Sports Radio. I have no idea why. (laughs) I never listened to it. But I was flicking through the channels. There was nothing else on. And they had uh, Rick Bucher on with – what's her name that used to be on – Colin Cowherd show. She has her own show now. Yeah, uh, Joy. Joy Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And she was being, she was embarrassingly apologizing. Like, they haven't gotten LeBron what he needs. It, which and, and he was like, yeah, LeBron controlled the whole thing there.
0: Oh, with Westbrook? Yeah. All of it.
3: Yeah. If they did, if they haven't gotten him what he needs, she was like, he was like, No, point. you're wrong. LeBron put himself in. Mikey, go point. ahead. That's true.
1: We got two things to take care of here before we bring in our guests. First, if you are not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, what are you waiting for? What are you doing? For a buck ninety nine a month, you get loyalty badges, custom emojis, community member only month. posts. For four ninety nine a month. You get those same starter tier perks, plus overtime videos, member shoutouts, discount codes for merch. Did you, you see get the, the text tweet? with Jason during basketball games? We had a survey we just put out that we need your help filling out to give us some feedback.
3: Mike, did you see that tweet from the guy today who said he joined?
1: I did. We we appreciate that. We By appreciate the way, that's, all our coaches tier members.
3: That guy is the guy who is that Twitter account is is the guy I coach with for basketball, George. Oh, uh, awesome. <laughs> is it really? Awesome.
0: Monday, yeah. Monday, March 6th, tentatively, I think is the next time we're g- I'm going to hang with the UCSS crowd and live tweet, live text you guys throughout the Cavs-Celtics game.
1: Okay. What a perk that and is. That, that's it's a cool perk. Celtics. And this interview, by the way, with Corey Crawford, the fastest member of the Crawford family, is brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job for oh, great, great, great benefits? <laughs> PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva. Are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. By the What's way, Tyvis,
2: you don't want no smoke. You don't want no oh. smoke. <laughs> Why don't you raise him? Oh. <laughs> I would have got, bro- got my little brother. What's up, bro? Every time I'm on set, Tyvus is dodging me. I know. Tyvus is running this smoke. Jay, you you. you're
3: still faster than your
2: son.
6: Are you claiming this? You know, it... To hear those words, yeah, it it's really deep. cuts. Sophomore in high school, <laughs> I think is when I passed him. I remember it was on the baseball field. I'll never forget it was on yeah, the baseball so field in yep. front of Every all the year, team.
4: The first day of the baseball right. season and the last day of the baseball season, we would run the bases, and he was always fast, always. Yeah. And uh, sophomore year, I was helping coach his high school team, and you know, of course, the whole team's like, "All right, this is the year." Corey's grown; he's bigger. Yeah. And he beat me by
3: a step. Were you salty
4: and about it? And it was the last time
3: we've ever raced. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, really
4: it was? was? Yeah. I'm retired. Oh, Listen, how, how
3: salty was he? He
6: was, he was, he was upset. I mean, he was a fast <laughs> guy. Well, how old were you at that point? You were in your young forties. Well,
4: you were 14, and I was. Yeah.
6: So I was, I was 40. 40. I was 40. So I mean, to hang on. But for 40. I 40.
4: At 40, I could still pick he him up and scoot. put him down. He could yeah. scoot. He was beating nine
6: out of ten guys on my team.
4: Yeah. And that. and the difference was, I knew I was going to lose. I didn't tell him that. But he had grown between his ninth grade year and his sophomore year. And it, when he was in ninth grade, you were probably the fastest kid in your school as a sophomore.
6: Mm, maybe, yeah. But I developed a you, little later. Yeah, I you did. But bigger. as your sophomore year, yeah, yeah. I knew I
4: was going to lose. So... I knew but,
6: I was destined to go to the track after that. I was always fast, but you know. I did
4: too. I wasn't I, batting three fifty or four hundred. Or his like baseball that. coach I was said, stealing bags, keep him so off the track, man. Because if he goes out to track for track, he's it's done over. for baseball. I'd have been Run the best
6: ever. pinch runner ever.
4: Uh, uh, Big Ten championships are at the Spire Institute. They start tomorrow. Yep. Um, tell us a little bit about that and how you feel about your guys.
6: Yeah. So Spire has been hosting Big Tens now for God. I mean, I competed there as my first Big Ten championship, 2016. Uh, but they've been hosting uh, high-level uh, track and field swimming competitions. Is that the best indoor track in the world? It's the largest indoor track, square footage-wise. It has a whole banquet hall behind it. Um, they've they've hosted weddings. They've done a whole bunch of great stuff. And, obviously, I worked at Spire for a year, so I was right. their social guy. Did some social stuff, but trained uh, there as well. And, you know, really good people up there, really good people. But, yeah, Big Ten Championships are in. Uh, we start tomorrow. Your um, jump
3: squad is, is
4: good, yeah, but, but yeah.
6: hurt. Wait right. a you're at, you're using terminology that
3: I and most of our fans don't understand. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> jump <laughs> squad? Like Jump squad.
6: Nobody knows what the hell that means. Well, so, what does that mean? So my long jumper. Oh, just jumpers. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that makes sense. So, but the, he, so the defending indoor and outdoor Big Ten champion yeah. for Rutgers is not going to be here at the indoor. Uh, just a little banged-up injury. So he's red-shirting, as you guys know, kind of yeah. get the year But back. your number two could easily win it, too. Well, I got a kid, a, fr- a sophomore, who as a freshman was number one in the NCAA as a freshman. Um, he finished 10th at NCAA, and he's a favorite coming in to win. But... Right. underclassmen you, you never, never know. know especially pressure a right? lot of pressure he how does it
3: work explain this to me and for, for i don't have no clue and for fans who probably have no clue most of them out there it, when it comes to the ncaa championship or the big 10 championships ncaa championships is it like wrestling where hey one team might have one guy and one team might have eight guys or is it the whole team comes from school
6: it's i mean you're allowed to travel 35 men okay. and women
3: so, um,
6: so, you know, it's But it's not plus. certain
3: players, quali- certain no,
4: play no. guys qualify.
6: No, we, we pretty much, you know, like they have rankings of all the Big Ten events. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a, web, a website called tfrs.com. And we, if you're not inside that top 20, we're just not going to travel you. Like, just I got you just not come with the team. Because okay. you only, don't have a
4: chance to score Because it's only top
6: eight sense. place. And in track at this point in the year, this late in the indoor season, you kind of yeah. know where you're at. You're not going to suddenly get faster. Right. You know, right, that sure. much faster over a week or two. So, we just kind of leave them behind and start training for outdoor because outdoor comes right around the corner. Who's the favorites um, to win? Uh, you probably have Ohio State on the women's side. Minnesota won last year indoors, but Iowa's a heavy favorite on the men. Um, but, yeah, obviously women and men. but. It's track and field you can't sit there and score it cuz some of the you know 60 meter dash and you know mm-hmm. 400 meter dash I mean a point 1 point 2 seconds separates eighth and Sometimes third Sometimes a hundredth or, of a second or like uh, 16th and 5th so like guys who are seated 15th coming in will sneak in and get a couple points you know, right, right, right. So, this isn't six. the
0: NBA playoffs where you know the one seed is advancing to the two seed. Yeah, no. You, you can have yeah, more yeah.
6: upsets. Yeah, in this? now in the sprints, like when you start, like, you know, 200, 400, 800, you start going, you know, longer distances. Normally the favorite wins, you know, yeah. just on that day. Uh, field events, you get six attempts. Uh, anything could happen. Right, right, right. Uh, just because you're the favorite, you know, you've jumped 25 feet one time doesn't mean, right. you know, you got to do it on the day. There's just so. one score total for yeah, so all the up to one. Yep, yep. So you get yep. 10 points of uh, 10 for first, 8 for second, uh, 6, 5, 3, 2, 1. Obviously, on you,
2: you've been, you know, to the, you know, almost to the Olympics, made the Olympic team multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see overall USA track and field? Um, you know, there is a wild there where USA dominated with Carl Lewis and all those guys, but then the Jamaicans came out of nowhere for about 10 years, thanks to USA, Bolton, and Johan, Blake, and the yeah. those guys. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you think now with some of the younger dudes? Good track um, knowledge, by the way. That's a great yeah, question. Yeah, he blew me oh, a, good uh, track that's, knowledge. That's well done. That. Yeah. Can yeah. you
6: name the Olympic champion in 2021?
2: Um, wasn't it a guy? It was in, it was he, in the 100 meter. It, wasn't it a guy? The
6: country, they've never yeah, won the Italian group. dude, right? they never Italian, won it. Yeah, and he's black. Marcel Jacobs. And he's, he's bald,
2: like, yeah. And yeah. then yeah, we got the two brothers. We have
6: Fred Curley and Christian Coleman and Trayvon Bermel. Fred Curley's and
2: dude.
1: Yeah, uh, Curly's
6: uh. and A&M. He just signed with Ace, a huge deal. So, I mean, but back yes. on your question on where USA Track and Field is right now, um, I think track, you know, back in the 80s, that was the glory day. You know, yeah. you got guys on the weedy boxes. You know, you got um, – Flow Joe. You know, oh, God, please don't show that. <laughs> 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 that was my freshman year after I split my kneecap. We have I three minutes of kneecap. freshman
1: year video from you, just oh, a heads up. Oh, man,
6: this is, this is like 23 how feet. little you were. That's, that's no good. That's no good. Yeah, that was that was me coming off. As of Corey my would say, that's year. buns. Yeah, no, 23-4, and and my PR is 27-3. So you're wrong on that. So I saw yeah, like I know I 11. saw that
4: you you must have grabbed some old stuff that I posted. <laughs> <laughs> this is from your YouTube page. Yeah, but yeah. I posted that <laughs> stuff. And, he's and a he's page.
6: got some stuff. Yeah, he's surpassed he's got some all cool of those.
4: Because I saw when you had his his personal bests up there. Um, he did those <laughs> at, in 21. But well, those yeah, are from Rutgers. Yeah, but he exceeded all that yeah. stuff at
6: the Olympics. I have
1: a question for Corey. We pull up his records real quick? So, Corey, what is your record now
6: on the long jump? 27.3, so 8.29 meters. Everything's metric. We're the only people so that
1: use 27.3, so these are from Rutgers. You then, yeah, indoor is still
6: 26.11. Still faster three. than Dad. You suck, yeah. McNuggets. <laughs> 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 well, Corey, my,
1: my question is if
6: 27.3 is your, your career record. Yeah. Do you ever
1: just think about jumping further? You ever just <laughs> think about going like twenty-seven four or twenty seven? I wish,
6: man. I wish. I mean, you know, you What's teach a lot time line? record. Twenty-nine four by Mike Powell. Yeah. Now and it Carl should Lewis. be pointed
4: out that there was <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on during that. Oh. It they, the one and two happened in the same meet. Yeah. It was well, Powell it, and Lewis. And, and there's strong suspicion I mean, that Bob Beeman had the Olympic record. It was fueled by and... outside chemicals. No, no, there when, were some weights in the fish when, that day. When, <laughs> yeah.
2: when Powell broke the record, they told him what it was. He, they told him how and he looked around like, Eight, no, 94. I never jumped that far. they would they just want Carl Lewis was was he was beside himself. He was just like, well, oh, yeah, didn't well, Lewis set the record and then later yeah. in that meet Powell broke.
6: Yep. it. I, I actually had the chance to speak with Mike Powell at a meet uh, like three four years ago. This is in Southern California. And you know, here's my one of my idols, you know, but this guy was always second fiddle to Carl. I mean, he may yeah. have beaten Carl two times his whole career,
1: mm-hmm. Like
6: Carl won. He went Carl went eight years of not losing a long jump competition. That's insane. That's oh. Olympics, international, everywhere. It is, but nuts. this guy pal, he just hit one. You know, you get, you have, you have six jumps. He caught one. Uh, Bob Beeman was a similar guy. He still got the Olympic record. He jumped twenty nine two in Mexico City. That was at altitude. He never jumped twenty eight feet before that. He yeah, went from so twenty seven feet, by over a foot, PR wow. by over a foot, and that's still in my eyes one of the greatest Olympic uh, just moments in sport because it still stands today and. Uh, no one had ever seen a 28 foot jump let alone a 29 foot jump now,
2: so you you think about it like this now during that time to Jay's point you had Flo jo, uh, and she ran a 10 no, she four. was she ran a 10 now hey, we can't say people allegedly but I'm just saying you got a two, that 10 for Cool. Yeah, I don't even think you have to say allegedly because Ten she four? tested yeah. positive. She tested so
6: positive, positive she, enlarged yeah. yeah, I mean, Ten four? you still yeah. got to do it. It's like baseball. I mean, I, I, I like, a lot of, like, as having trained for Olympic trials and having trained at a high level and, like, I was around – I was trained at the Olympic Training Center, so – There weren't talks of steroids, but man, were there guides that man, you know, if you take this, you're gonna get to that next level, you know? Because at the top, like at the one percent, you're looking for that one percent increase.
4: Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever.
6: In my eyes, when people do cheat in that, and I mean, I just lose a lot of respect. We at USATF, Justin Gatlin and Tyson Gay, two-time double dopers, we put them on the pedestal of USATF. They speak at our conferences. I'm not a real believer that. I still like, you know. Like a lot of my training partners and Olympians and Olympic medalists, we just kind of turn. We just we just turn the other way. Like if you've been caught and you've been cheated, like hardcore, and you serve suspension, two three year suspension, it should be lifetime. It should be lifetime. How? Cause, I've cause never asked it's, it's you this. It's such a performance enhancing. You know what I mean? It like is. Baseball, yeah. you have to do it. Barry Bonds still a great hitter, but, but you got to do it in a track when you're getting and you know it's like putting in diesel fuel and everyone's putting in regular.
4: Well, I've never asked you this. Um, we've had talks about this. You've lost medals prestigious championships to guys who we later found out were using. Mm -hmm. Um, I always, from the time you were old enough to have professional ambitions in any sport, I always spoke to you about the dangers of steroids and how if you got to cheat to win, you're not winning. You're cheating yourself and you're losing. But I've never asked you how close did you actually come to, I'm sure you had to have considered it, but did how you, close did you ever come? <laughs> oh, I, I said, never. never did you yeah. have the needle? Oh, you cheated. Hey, I cheated. You did.
2: You said, well. had the needle on your left cheek. Oh, <laughs> oh man. man. I was playing baseball in the hey. steroid era,
6: I'd be jacked up on steroids. I, I, if everybody I mean, else is doing it, there I were it. There were talks. You know, throwers, um, you know, where we trained in Chula Vista, California, is about five miles from Tijuana, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So you talk about any steroid you want. Bam, yeah. like that. It's not even a problem. So, but I never, ever thought of it one time. I never, ne- it never crossed my brain. Why? And um i don't know i always wanted to see now i didn't have olympic aspirations really i got into track when i was a junior in high school so i didn't really think i was going to be this you know collegiate um guy who to to push an NCAA champion and then go to olympic trials so maybe if you're at a younger age you know you think about that but i never once gave it thought process i always just wanted to see how far my body could go i know this sport as a coach now everyone's given a different set of tools Mm -hmm. it's a very god-given sport it is it's you're either fast or you're not. I can coach speed. I can't instill it. You're right. know, you either fast or you're not. Um, so I just wanted to get the most out of what I was given. And I know that I wasn't given nearly some of the gifts my competitors were with some height and some ability, but I got the Do most out of it. Do you feel that you did get everything out of your – Oh, no. I have I have regrets. I think every elite athlete would say, mm, yeah, maybe deep yep. down. Really? Because I, I, as a yeah. parent who yeah.
4: watched you and studied the sport because you were in it, I think you got more out of it than... I was very Carl Lewis told me one lucky. day that you could jump 27 feet.
6: Yeah, yeah, I did right in that. front of him. I did when he was there. I know you did, cool, but but he killing. told me, he goes, he, yeah. he's
4: a 27-foot jumper. Yeah. But he never said he's a 27-and-a-half-foot jumper.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, when you look at, um, you know, our sport and what is at the tip-tip-top, there's not much that separates, you know, a lot of guys who... And now I lost, mind you, to Olympic trials. I got... I was fourth coming in. Um, I took eighth in the meet, but the top three guys I lost to were one, three, and five in the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm losing to some of the, you know, not just the best in the country, but, and I think that's, you know, where you said, where's USA track and field? We've never been at a better place success-wise. We scored the most medals at world championships in Oregon than we've ever scored in any world championships ever. So as far as dominance, never been better. It's tough to make but, a U.S. Olympic team. But as much as, yeah, like athlete support, like USATF, um, you know, their foundation doesn't do much support for the athletes. It's shoe companies. It's mm-hmm. Adidas, what? it's Nike, it's Asics, it's, uh, um, yeah, the actual foundation. Cool. Now, they fundraise and stuff, but there's no, like, monthly, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no, like, five-year. They're year... not supporting you. Are no, there any you,
4: you, you, you were essentially – living at the Olympic
6: training center. I had they, they as covered. much support yeah. as you can get. Yeah, right. I had room and board and food and trainers and coaches and travel and all that. I was very lucky. Now, I was the .01% coming out of college. I was NCAA right. runner-up, four-time All-American. So, there's so many kids in the NCAA, 21, 22 years old, in the prime of their life, and they're done. Draft's yeah. yeah. over. Are there Santa. some
3: events that we America sucks in, like like shot put? Javelin, or some of these other?
6: We struggle in the throws, uh, yeah. javelin, discus. Um, yeah because our big Eastern guys go European. play football yeah we right, lose right. a lot to baseball and football too so right, like just right, the yeah. rocket arms um we do a little bit and it's very technical high jump is one we lose it's extremely technical yeah so they they teach it right over there it's called athletics not track and field it's mm-hmm. athletics mm-hmm. and they teach it from a young age so I, they're
0: i, I want to go back to the doping because that fascinates me i said i, w- I would have juiced i know i would have <laughs> because they weren't testing for it and there yeah. was no yeah if you dope in track and field you're going to get caught right like yeah, why would you do you like? It, it. I could see mm-hmm. in baseball why they did it because they were getting away with it mm-hmm. and there was no testing for it. You're going to get caught if yeah. you
6: do it. There's basically two avenues. There's WADA, which is World Anti-Doping Agency, and they'll, um, if you're an extremely high athlete, medalist, or something like that, they could randomly test you. But it's normally done at competition testing. And then there's USADA which is United States Anti-Doping Agency, which is the best in the world. You know, no other countries do this. You have to fill whereabouts. There's been a lot of athletes, if you've read, they failed uh, whereabouts. Yeah. You know, they didn't fail a drug test, but I had to do whereabouts for about two years in every single place you go. If I, for instance, didn't have this on my schedule on Monday, I'd have to fill in my whereabouts. Hey, I'm gonna be here at 11 to one at UCSS. Cause they could pull up at my apartment to drug test me. If I'm not there, it's, if you miss three, it's a fail.
0: Wow!
4: So wow, if you missed yeah. three, so
6: Christian and, Coleman and they do that because guys do dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christian Coleman's a name them. you didn't hear about because he didn't run at the Olympics. I mean, this yeah. guy's a fat, one of the fast guys in the world. He would have been a that's, you know, big favorite. That's he didn't. Crazy. He didn't run. I
2: didn't even notice that because his whereabouts. I didn't even
3: notice. Yeah. Didn't
6: even notice he how there. many guys you got? Or uh, do you coach the men
3: and the women? Yeah, men and women. How many? So how many athletes do you I have? Like here? Twenty
6: in my or uh, in, in my group. Twenty. We have about just 60. in your group. we have about sixty-five here total. Okay. Yeah, and
3: and of your twenty. How many, I don't know if you want to answer. I don't, uh, well, but I don't want to be the. Hey, I'll be honest. But, but how many, how many have <laughs> I'm a shot? I'm very straightforward. How many have
6: a shot to finish first? Oh, two. Okay. I mean, it's a big 10. You know, these, you these, your long these guys. this is a and great, your female well, vaulter. yeah, our vaulter won. our female vaulter one outdoor. So she's the heavy favorite coming in for indoor. Okay. And a lot of the seniors are gone. Uh, since you jumping in a, uh, against a great veteran from Iowa, that was six year veteran from yeah. Iowa. Is she going to be an Olympian? Uh, Chloe Timber. shout out Chloe. Um, I bet she is. Potentially, yeah. She's only a sophomore. And oh, as a wow. freshman, she was um, 12th in the NCAA. But as far as the world goes, like U-20, they give a U-20 ranking. She was right. like 6th mm. in the world. Oh, wow. So yeah, she's she, got a lot of potential. Where is she from? Um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Does everything I say from the weight room and then some. You know, we'll offer yeah. to throw in some lifts here and there. So she's – my best communicators are my best athletes.
3: I'll say that. But Do you recruit all over the country?
6: Yeah. Oh. World. Cool. Ray
4: oh, Van your fellow uh
1: your fellow flight football right. coach. That's
4: right. Who would have we thought we'd both be with? coaching,
1: you know, yeah, all these that's years great. later. Well, Corey, you said you're part of the Ruckers recruiting like contingent. Is that just for jumpers or is that for everybody that comes to the track program?
6: No, I like i like Recruit, yeah, jumpers, multis. Um, if I see a sprinter, you know, I I talked to a kid in Ohio who was. So how'd a you team. let a Ting Mo leave um, New Jersey, man? <laughs> well, I wasn't on staff then. A thing. Okay, that's uh, your only excuse. Well, her and Sydney McLaughlin did not come on campus. Now they're both obviously Olympic medalists, Sydney. world record holders. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, Shout out to but, Yeah. There's so much little talent up <laughs> in the in in Jersey. All the coaches I'm in the Big the Ten track. knew when we got in. They said, okay, like, and we, this is a newer staff. This is a three year staff. Mm-hmm. So we're. Um, you know, this is just my second year. So it takes a little while to get those recruits in and to get the transfer portal is a whole other game. I mean, that's wild. Geez. Is that affecting the track, track well? Transfer absolutely. absolutely. It, to be crazy. Absolutely. it,
3: it is. is.
4: Yes, yeah. <laughs> guys reach out yep. to him. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You currently have the records, the long jump records, indoor and outdoor at Rutgers. Yeah. Are you hopeful that those go down? And if so, what will it feel like for you to coach? Because you have kids now that, although they're not in your, where you were, yeah. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be outside the realm of reasonability that if sincere continues to grow, maybe as a senior, yeah. he might break your no. outdoor, probably oh, not. your My, my
6: outdoor has gone. It's only 26. Even that's not anything crazy. The indoor 27 feet indoor is going to be tough to get, but I do hope that one day they get it. I always say like, and this is what we say come championship time. You know, and this is what I was told this is the, you know, we got big 10 championships and then NCAA championships. And this is what you're going to be remembered by. Records are meant to be broken, literally. I mean, and figuratively, they always get broken. There will always be some kid coming in, jumping far, running fast, but no one will ever take away the Big Ten championship. No one will ever take away an NCAA championship. Right. Those are things that last forever. So records are, you know, they're just on the whiteboard temp. You know, it's it's going to get wiped down. Sincere will break my outdoor or anon. Anon did twice, but it was windy for all you non-track people. If it's too windy it doesn't count for, yeah for records and 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 well, you had a couple of qualifying. big ones too though that because of wind yeah did not did not and how, how frustrating so is that so
4: if it's over a 2.0? 2.0
6: meters per second which is roughly about five mile per hour wind are they measuring that while you're jumping as yeah. soon as you begin your approach and you get wow. down the runway someone presses and a button
0: doesn't seem it's that ten seconds strong. do you it's ever know not, that
6: man. do you know it as yeah. you're jumping No, we'll wait and we'll put our hands out and uh, we'll feel the wind and if it's too like it, it's the NCAA rules are a little bit different. Like it's got to be under 40 for you to qualify for like meets and stuff. But for record setting, Olympic trials, USA Championships, like world standards, which you have to hit, it's got to be under 2L, so which I got, is stupid. You, you talk
2: <laughs> about these these uh, these records. So I got to ask you, which one of these records is most likely to be broken? The 100 meter, 9.58. Mm. How do you know all this? He knows track. I can tell he knows his track. Uh, the 1990 Yes.
6: Yeah, yeah. uh, Johnson, Michael Johnson. No. and this isn't, isn't it. you saying it's you saying. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Noah Lyles just beat Michael Johnson. American record. Yes, he so has. Watch out for no. You know,
2: and his brother's pretty fast too.
6: Oh yeah, Josephus. <laughs> yeah, Joe, he's rolling.
2: Now listen. This <laughs> I is I've the, been shocked by this as I am the man. This coach. is the yeah. crazy. He did his work. homework. He did the his homework. Forty-three oh three.
6: Yeah, by, by Wade, Wade Van, Van Eyckert. Yeah. yeah,
2: that Who was, you know, man? you
6: know, Wade Van Eyckert towards ACL in a celebrity yeah. rugby game. Yeah, That's you crazy. never that. ran again. Yeah, but what, isn't what there a lot shame. of question as to
4: whether or not he yeah, was clean? South yeah. Africa was
6: doing you, some crazy I, things. Something in that 16. Jason said
4: earlier about you're going to get caught. That's not true anymore. Here's why. Oh, then I'll do it there, too. With with the old stuff, (laughs) you might be running a 1919-200. Look at me. With the old stuff, you you were using testosterone or you were using all of the the standards. But now with synthetic drugs, if you guys remember with Balco and Bonds, the linchpin to all of that was a track coach. Sent a vial of HGH that was designed in a test tube in Balco to USADA and said, by the way, here's the needle that you don't know you're looking for in the haystack. Wow. Because if you don't know the chemical compound elements of it, yeah. you can't find what you're not looking for. Yeah. So all of these athletes, particularly track and field, Balco mostly got started in track <clears> and field. <throat> it spread to baseball because it was undetectable. Yeah. But
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. No, that's
4: probably new started. stuff so, now, right? So the there's there's yes. always new right. stuff. It's a cat and mouse game. Right. But yeah. even now, he's competed against athletes that got popped
5: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
4: After the fact, so they take an A and a B sample and they save him. He's got samples that are on file, his B samples. If he, w- later when they find a new element, they go back and they test some of those world record B samples. Oh, someday the kid from South Africa that broke that record—you're going to probably hear a story. Oh,
2: he was under the influence at the yeah. time. Do, do you do you believe any of those three? Because the 4303, it, it, because usually when you're running the 400, he had sprint background, so, mm. it, it, so he he had he had a kick. But I never heard a kick.
6: Every elite four guy has to have a sprint background, like sub 10 in the hundred. Sub-20. Sub, sub now, we're, you know, when we're talking 43, oh, Michael Norman is the guy who could push that, who was our gold medalist at World Championships. He actually mm-hmm. ran track with Matty at USC. Mm-hmm. He just announced he's going to be running the 100. Everyone knows where the money's at. It's at yeah, the 100. 100 yeah. It's at the 100. Fred Curley, he was another guy from Texas A&M uh, who was just – he won the Heisman of track, you know, basically in college. He was a four guy. He stepped down to the one. He yeah. got silver medal at the Olympics. Just signed a huge Which is deal with AC. Yeah, but he's getting paid. No one watches a four. It's yeah, not the glamour it's event. not even the four hundred hurdles. Not the glamour event. What do you, What'd know, you think of the slam dunk winner? Oh, Mac McClung. I followed that kid since he was. I I, I feel like I've known that kid. These guys he's been in him. my social media living room forever. He got a Puma he he? He <laughs> deal. Now he got drafted. He didn't get drafted by the Sixers. He, he, he wasn't even on the Sixers. No, no, no. I didn't they even know he was in the league. Yeah, they he wasn't even in the I think they signed him as a gimmick so he could get into the
2: no. Th- did he, he? I was watching all his life with this guy since so he was like... He, T- 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 he t- 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 was
6: t- playing t- out at Georgetown, though. Yeah, His was- last year, he was actually legit, scoring a lot of points, making a lot of plays. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, this guy's actually gotten good. I didn't no know wonder George- Georgetown really got Texas white players last Tech, that's right, he went to Tech. Yeah, and then he went <laughs> to Tech. He was at Georgetown, though, right?
1: He went from Georgetown to Tech. He had originally committed to Rutgers. I don't know if you guys know that. Did he really? The first story I did on Mac was when he committed to Rutgers, and that was before he blew up, blew up. And then all these offers started coming in. two sick white kids. Rutgers got
6: their first five-star ever in basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a stud. He's a stud, yeah.
6: Coach Michael, uh, uh Steve Peichel is probably the best coach at Rutgers. I was giving a, a, a girl um, a visit from Rhode Island, and I was just walking around campus, and I was by kind of like the basketball area, and he was just walking around, and they had just had a big win or something on the road. I think they just beat number one Purdue or something. They had just real big win, and they had some cameras following them around, mm-hmm. and he took three minutes, five minutes to stop, introduce himself to my recruit's parents, and now this is a basketball coach, you know, this is track and field. That's and nice. he asked, you know, where they're from, you know, if they're enjoying their Please time. Please tell me you got and that recruit. Uh, yes, she did sign. She did <laughs> sign. This was earlier in the fall, but or no, this was actually not too long ago. But he's done that on a number of occasions where he's stopped and, and just uh, he 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 really is a good coach. But Rutgers basketball is is, is a trending up Last you, year they're fourth in the Big Ten. I'm did you bring you, swag a lot of for the respect. guys? Because I that's did. I got, got a I got a lot of swag. I got a lot of swag. I got some. Pass I got a hat. I got I got a whole bunch of. Are you done jumping? I don't know. You know, people have asked me about Paris and 24, and I don't know. Like, this this. Uh, – I've only been coaching for a year and a half. Some of my athletes, I'll drill and, you know, like – because like, sometimes, you know, I'll explain something, and they're like, can you just do it? Like, can you just do it? Because I'm like a visual learner, so then I'll just drill and do it. And they're like, damn, man, damn, coach, you know, you need to, like, come back. So, I mean, there's – I wish there was more on the other side for me. I've done everything two Olympic trials. Like, I, you know, I've done, like, Olympic trials finalists. I've done, you know, a lot – obviously, making the Olympic team would be – um just a feather in the cap but you know unfortunately there's not a lot of like monetary value to come back you know I don't right. have to it's and it's a lot of training you know this yeah. it's a lot it's kind of like a boxer you know you train you train you train you train you train then you get the opportunity One so day. it's a lot of yeah I'm all in like chips and I'm not going to go half in half out I'm either training 100% but I have the I have the resources I have the facilities I have a girlfriend who's 26 27 years old who's Going to be going to her second Olympic trial. So she's, you know, I'm training with her a little bit here and there. So I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. We'll have to see. All right. Thanks
4: mm-hmm. for coming in, kid. Hey, and by the way, we got a <laughs> long-time
6: get, listener. Yeah, long-time, long-time. listener. He listens Long- every day. First-time hey. caller. A.W.L. AWL, <laughs> first-time, long-time. First-time, long-time. <laughs> no, he listens. He, li- he does. He- I
4: watch. I what watch we every talk, day. When we talk in the evenings, he's like, "Man, great show today." I and watch every and
6: day. He,
2: and he quotes lines yep. from the beginning and the end. Yep. We gotta, we gotta we'll get you. It. We gotta get you some. I got an Oprah's favorite theme coming up, so I got all these dudes swag. I gotta get your size so we can get you a
6: barbershop represent out there. I didn't even know you had your own logo till today. Oh yeah. I mean, I kind of knew, but, I, but once I saw it on the hat, I'm yeah, like, it's yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, it's he's online. It's big time. It's, no, yeah, Good that. luck
4: at Big Ten Championships. Thank you. All right, thanks for good. having me. Good us. job. Absolutely. Hey, great Charles season. Oakley tomorrow, by the
1: way.
3: Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah mm. the big
3: we'll fella. We'll see you on overtime.
4: Yeah. Um, he's not in studio, right? He's calling. No, he's him. remote, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, good. We can offend but him, and he won't k- beat us up. on me. All right, We'll see you tomorrow. Overtime. Yep. Overtime is next. Um, here's the tease to overtime. When toupees go bad. And I haven't seen it's this, not but
2: even I'm told we'll it's the worst rug ever. Rug. Hey, what happened to that? What happened? To that?